0: Hello, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Impact Cyber Church, where you're going to church with people all over the world. You know, I just love that right now, people all over America, people in other countries are going to church together with us. And the amazing thing is, then there's thousands of people around the world that use this broadcast for an I group. You know, people contact me all the time. and say, Jim, where can we find a church that teaches what you teach? Well, I, you know, there's not a lot of churches that teach what I teach. But i tell you what, I always tell people, it's like, find you a church where you got great worship and great fellowship, but start you an I group so that you and people who want to make this journey can do it together. Listen, today we're going to be talking about life at its best, and you know I'm going to hand you a treasure map today to show you how to arrive at this destination because that's the life that God wants you to have. Don't go away. I'll be back in just a few minutes. I can't wait to share with you. Listen, I want to remind you about the free offer that I have for you, Creating Happy Holidays. Listen, if you will just click at the right-hand top of your screen, you can download this for free. And even though Christmas is over, this is not just about Christmas. This is Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, birthdays, every holiday that comes up. And plus, everybody that gets this free download, we're going to have some other free gifts for you. So be sure and get this. And even if you had a bad holiday this year, turn Christmas next year into something incredible. All right, man, today we're talking about life at its best. You know, just imagine this. I want you to think about this for a minute. What if somebody approached you, you know, and they come up and they're, man, they're kind of looking around to make sure nobody else is looking and and they roll out something. You know, you think they're going to roll out some drugs or something. They're being so sneaky. And you realize that they're rolling out something that looks like a scroll. And as they roll it out, you start to see what's printed on it or written on it. You realize that it's a treasure map. And I mean, just imagine, you know, that it's so incredible that they've got a treasure map and it shows you that it's going to lead you to more wealth than you could ever imagine. Now, if this person gave you the map, said, look, I'm not going to live much longer. I want somebody to have this map that I love and care about. And that person is you. And they gave you this treasure map. And so here you are, you got a map that would take you to more wealth than imaginable. You do realize that this map would not benefit you one bit if you didn't first set out on the journey, second, if you didn't follow the map, and third, if you didn't finish the journey. You see, you might struggle with believing it's true. You might struggle with saying, I don't know if there's any, really any treasure there. Or you might even have friends that when, when you start to set out on this mysterious journey and you don't tell them exactly where you're going and what you're going to be doing, you know, they're going to try to talk you out of it because they don't understand. They haven't seen the map. But at the end of the day, you only discover that the treasure is real. Like I said, if you make the journey, if you follow the map, and you finish the course. Now, i am tell you something, and you know this, on any journey... Where there is reward, there's always going to be an incredible number of opportunities to give up. There's always going to be these chances to quit. And you can go back home, empty-handed. And you know what's interesting? If you were to go back home, empty-handed, you wouldn't tell people, I set out on this journey with this map, and uh, you'd never say, and, you know, I just really got tired and just decided I'd come home. No, what you'd really do, you'd come back and you'd say, you know, th- I just realized this map is a fraud. Even though you really don't know it's a fraud because really you wouldn't know if it was true until you endured till the end, until you reached the destination and discovered that there really was a treasure there. Well, see, Jesus has provided us, you, me, all of us, with a map to life at its best. You say, I thought we were supposed to suffer as Christians. Well, maybe you need to read the Bible and stop listening to people so much, you know, We might have to suffer for righteousness sake. We might have people criticize us and speak out against us because we're believers, but God's never making us suffer. God's not putting us through stuff. All this stuff about God tormenting and testing and all that kind of stuff. I got news for you. That's a twist of the scripture. Jesus said, I've come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Or one translation says, I've come that they might live life to the fullest. Well, you know what? That is God's goal for you. That's my goal for you. And every single thing we do in this ministry, we do it so that you can live life to its fullest. Now, again, keep in mind, living life to its fullest, your definition of that, my definition of that may be incredibly different. Because my definition of living life to its fullest is where you have the best life has to offer without having to be selfish and self-centered and taking advantage of people and cheating and lying and all those kinds of things. You know, God wants you to have life at its best. God wants you to always win, but not because you make other people lose. God wants you to always come out on top, but not because you oppress other people and hold them down. God wants you to always, always, always live your dreams, but not because you're walking on other people's dreams. See, living life at its best is when you have the best that life has to offer, but you have peace in your heart. You have love in your heart. You are following God with all of your heart. So, you know, my goal is to encourage you along this path. Now, interesting thing, Jesus didn't just give you a map. He gave you the strength to follow that map. And he gave you a personal guide called the Holy Spirit that's going to take you on this journey. You know, I kind of compare it to a video game. I don't play a lot of video games, but my grandkids do. And sometimes I'll watch my grandkids and, you know, their little character in this video game finds some treasure. And when they find that treasure, it's like they get more power. They get bigger and they get stronger. That's kind of the way it is. Every time we connect to a new reality in God. We experience grace. We pick up energy and strength along the way. See, God's made provision for you to grow in inner strength every step of the way so you can always have what you need to make this journey and discover the treasure of life at its absolute best. So again, my goal and the goal of this ministry is to help you live life for it's best. You know, today I was just looking back at what all I taught this year as Put out here is free messages to help you and help people around the world and I thought man I want to tell you something that is an incredible amount of potential life right there that people can use you know I had a friend one time tell me that He was a personal consultant and his average fee as a personal consultant was over $100,000 a year. And he said, I started going through your material and I realized that what you give away for free is worth more than that $100,000 a year that I'm earning off of my clients. That's a pretty strong endorsement. When I have seminars where I'm teaching people about business, about success, and about life, I have wealthy people, not just poor people trying to learn how to get wealthy or to prosper, but I have wealthy people there to learn how to prosper and keep their soul intact and stay connected to God in the process. I want you to know that I'm going to tell you the location of the treasure, and I'm going to tell you how to get there. It's just this simple. John 17, 3, you know, remember Jesus said, I've come that you might have a life. Have it to its fullest. And then John 17, 3, he says, now this is life. And remember that Greek word for life is zoe. This is the quality of life that God possesses. This is the quality of life that God possesses. To know, and that word know means to experience, to know and experience God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. And that word know is to experience with every capacity that you have to experience anything. Knowing God is not just, hey, I met God one day, shook hands. You know, I trust him to get me to heaven when I die because really that's just knowing about God. That's just having an introduction to God. Knowing about God doesn't change your life. Knowing about God doesn't really make the quality of your life any better. But you know what? Knowing and experiencing God because you're connected to Him and you're in an interchange and you're listening to Him and you're trusting Him and you're exchanging strength with Him, which is basically what the Bible calls grace. You're experiencing His strength in every situation. That is the ultimate to a quality of life. So the destination, where the treasure is, is in intimately connecting with and knowing God. Now, Jesus said in John 10 that he was the gate. He was the doorway. So meeting Jesus is the doorway. Again, just because you've met him does not mean that you're really making the journey. A lot of people meet Jesus and absolutely never make the journey. But you see, when you enter into him, when you enter into this doorway, you are hid in Christ. You are hid in his righteousness. And because you're hidden in his righteousness, you have the same access to God that he has. But you're not just placed positionally in righteousness. You are actually made righteous so that you have the same potential for life as Jesus does, so that you can have the same quality of life that God has given to Jesus. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Righteousness belongs to the mature. Righteousness belongs to those who are making the journey. And people get confused about righteousness, and the writer of Hebrews warned about this and warned about the fact that we need to go on to righteousness. But you know what? You can't go on into it if you don't understand what it is. I'm going to be back in just a minute. We're going to talk about righteousness in a way that empowers you, strengthens you, encourages you, and takes you to the treasure. You'll notice that we're not doing any specific product offer this month, and the reason is because we have so many specials. You know, at this time of the year, people want to to get series and books to give to people as Christmas gifts or to gift to themselves, so we're not making any special offers this month other than the free offer that you can get by clicking on this tab right up here on the top right-hand side of your screen about creating happy holidays. That is a free offer, and again, you can use that not just for Christmas but for every holiday that comes along and for establishing new godly traditions in the way you celebrate. Even though the world may be celebrating as pagans, we can celebrate these holidays and we can turn them into incredible spiritual events. But be sure and check out all the free offers at impactministries.com because I want to tell you something, we got some great, 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 great deals that are going to bless you and going to help you. and We're going to use the resources that come in from those sales to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. You know, don't freak out because we're talking about righteousness. I'm not talking to you about earning righteousness. I'm not trying to tell you all the things you got to do to become righteous. I am telling you that first of all, you're hid in Christ. So as far as approaching God, you approach God from the basis of His righteousness, which means you are fully accepted, which means you can get an audience with God anytime you want to. We enter in through the veil of His flesh. He died. He opened the way for us to freely come before God. But like I said... That's just our positional righteousness that affects us in our relationship with God. But yielding to our righteous nature is where real incredible transformation not just takes place in our life, but it takes place in how we are affecting the world around us. It takes place in how doors open to us and how we get favor in this world. Now, many people want to relate to righteousness as if it is only a positional thing. And usually when people are talking about righteousness as positional, it's only about being in Christ, so I'm in that position. Usually they're just clinging to a doctrine with no concept of how that fits into real life. And that person really doesn't benefit anything in this life. You know, positional righteousness has no bearing on your quality of life. It might give you some degree of peace because again, you know, you're in Christ, you know, you're accepted of God. That's great. You know, that's the root of it all. But Again, it primarily gives you peace between you and God. Positional righteousness doesn't give you peace between you and your family, you and your enemies, you and your boss. But applied righteousness, where a person yields to righteousness... And listen, the Bible talks about this. The Bible talks about since we're free from sin... It doesn't mean that if we do wrong, it's not sin. It means that sin has no power over us. It says since we are free from sin and sin no longer has any power over us, it tells us then to yield to righteousness instead of yielding to sin. And we choose what we're going to yield to. We choose if we're going to yield to the flesh. We choose if we're going to yield to things that are less than who we really are in Jesus and less than what we really have. You know, we can do that or we can yield to who we really are, yield to what our true nature is. Now, the word righteous or righteousness has a vast array of meanings. It can mean simply as it should be, because in reality, our life should be the kingdom of God here on earth. We should be living in a peace, a joy, a righteousness that would be exactly how we would be living in it if we were living in eternity right now with God. So this is the quality of life. Righteousness, not just positional righteousness, but positional righteousness and functional righteousness that you yield to, this is really where the quality of our life comes from. See, righteousness, you cannot do away with the fact that righteousness has to do with moral and ethical character. As a matter of fact, one of the concepts for righteousness is that it is self-evident. So righteousness being self-evident means it is obvious. We know what righteousness is. You know, now religion has made it something corrupt where you're trying to earn something from God. And then mysticism has made it something that's just positional, that you're righteous no matter how you live. But the real truth is righteousness is self-evident. Now, righteousness really has to do with love, if it's how it should be. Because if we're following God, if we're living like children of God, if we're being like our Father, then we're walking in love. Righteousness is a continuum of grace because the Bible tells us uh, that uh, because we've been made righteous in Jesus, we have access to grace. That's that positional righteousness. But when we yield to grace, the Bible tells us that grace reigns through righteousness. So when we choose righteousness, when we choose to be as we can be in Jesus, as he has promised us we can be, living according to the promises, then grace starts to reign in that choice to live as we could live, to live as we should live, to live as Jesus promised. So, and again, living in righteousness is self-evident. It's God's life the way it would have been or the way it would be if we were walking with him in heaven right now. Again, it's not earning a quality of life, but it's actually the map that we follow to enjoy our quality of life. This may sound kind of complex. I'm sorry if it does, but you just got to sort it through. You got to sort through, do I want a righteousness that is not self-evident? Or do I want a righteousness that affects me in such a way that I treat people different, that I walk in love, you know, that I'm dependable at work, you know, that I have high ethics and I have high morals and I have character. See, all of our interpersonal conflict is a result of a lack of character. In other words, a failure to walk in love, a failure to yield to righteousness. Now, that doesn't make God stop loving us, but it does make people stop loving us because people are not perfect and people don't love us with a perfect love of God. And so when we're not living as we could, when we're not walking in love and treating people the way that God treats them, then the truth is we're not yielding to righteousness. And when there's conflict in our lives, then that conflict really reduces the quality of our life because you want peace in your life. Now, the Bible refers to walking in the pathway of righteousness. Listen to this. Proverbs 12:28 says this. In the way of righteousness is life, and in its pathway, there is no death. Man, it's sort of like having a sidewalk right beside of a busy highway. And on that sidewalk, as long as you walk down that sidewalk, you don't have to worry about getting run over by a car. You don't have to worry about getting injured. You're not having to watch constantly to see, you know, if somebody's going to hit you. But if you're walking down the middle of the highway, you're not walking in the way of, of righteousness. And anything can happen you your own guard all the time. And you're always trying to dodge all the danger. But the the pathway of righteousness, it's a straight pathway that's easy to walk. And God has leveled it out for us so that it's really simple. It's really about walking in love and living as we should. And now this pathway of righteousness, I'm not talking about positional righteousness. I'm talking about a righteousness that is self-evident by the way you treat people. A righteousness that is self-evident, again, by your character. This really is the pathway of a disciple. Why is it important to become a disciple? I'll tell you what. A disciple, see, is a person who doesn't just want the information that Jesus has. A disciple wants to live the life Jesus lives, the quality of life that he lives, the peace that he had when he walked planet Earth, the joy that he had, the ability to face opposition, overcome temptation, to help people, and when called upon to do so, to work miracles and see incredible changes in people's lives. But I want you to understand something. You can't find and enjoy a superior life while holding on to an inferior life. You can't enjoy a better life while you are trying to participate in a destructive life. You just absolutely can't do it. And that's why we want to become disciples because... Becoming a disciple doesn't earn this quality of life from God. Becoming a disciple puts us on this path where we're choosing to live like Jesus lived. We're choosing to live as we could be. In other words, in righteousness, which means we're going to walk in love. We're going to walk in kindness. We're going to minister. We're going to help people. And we're going to come to that place where the works that he did, we can do also. Matthew 10, 38 just says as plain as it can say it. it. says, he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. And he who Finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. And you can go read that in context. He's talking about a disciple here. See, a disciple is somebody that chooses to say, I'm laying down my ideals about life. I'm taking on his ideals about life. I'm laying down my values and I'm choosing his values. I'm laying down my opinions and choosing his opinions because I believe that his truth is greater than my truth. I believe that his fairness and justice is greater than my fairness and justice. I believe his wisdom is greater than my wisdom. And really, you know, all of this is a continuum of living in the kingdom of God, living in the kingdom of God, yielding the lordship of Jesus, being a disciple. This is all a continuum of this life that happens when we choose to walk in the path of a disciple. Now, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about they're trying to find the will of God. What am I supposed to be doing? Let me tell you something. A disciple discovers the general will of God for their life. In other words, how I would choose to live life and how I would choose to treat people. And once we find and choose the general will of God in our life, who we're supposed to be, our identity in our relationship with Him, then we discover the individual will of God in our life. I want you to know something. Every single thing we do here at Impact Ministries is designed to take you on this journey to know God, to experience God, to connect to him through the Lord Jesus and through what Jesus did through his death, burial, and resurrection. Everything that we do is designed to bring you into this kingdom realm. Listen, I'm going to be back in just a few minutes with a mentoring moment. Don't go away because I want to take you on an important journey in just a matter of a few minutes. You know, one of the things that you can help us do is you can help us get this message out to more people. And it's as simple as this. It's as simple as just looking at the bottom of your screen. I think it's the bottom right hand side of your screen and clicking to like this video and more people will hear it and this message and get help just because you chose to click a button. As you know, here at Impact Ministries, we are interested in changing the entire world view of God. We want them to see God through the life of Jesus, through the teaching of Jesus, the ministry of Jesus, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So I want to recruit you to be an internet evangelist. You say, what's an internet evangelist? This is just somebody that, first of all, always likes our video. Every time you watch one of our videos on YouTube or on Facebook, be sure and like it. Also... On YouTube, become a follower. If you subscribe to our YouTube video channel, you'll always get notifications when we put out anything new. And we put out a lot of things besides what's just on this weekly broadcast. And the fact that you do that will open the door to more people finding out about it because of the way the algorithms work when people search for things on YouTube or search for things on the internet. We want you to do everything you can to help us take this to the ends of the earth. Thank you so much. In Matthew 28, 16 through 18, everybody knows Jesus gave the great commission. As I always tell people, it's not the great suggestion. He told all of his disciples... And if you're a disciple, this is a message to you that we should go into all the world. We should preach this gospel to every creature, and we should actually make them to become disciples, not force them, but we should make disciples from them by teaching them to obey everything that he taught us. Now, I want you to understand something. Jesus did not tell us to go make converts. He told us to go make disciples, and that's why the church has never really had the impact on the world that it should. Most of the impact that the church has had was through force that never worked, that never transformed people's lives. So our goal at Impact Ministries is not to just have converts, even though we have tens of thousands, probably millions of converts, if you will know the truth. We want to make converts and then develop them as disciples or even present the discipleship message and let people see this as a way of life. And sometimes then they become converts. But in Matthew 24:14, Jesus told us that the gospel of the kingdom Not just and see the gospel of the kingdom is a gospel about the lordship of Jesus. It's about becoming a disciple. It's about entering into this realm where as a believer on who Jesus is, as a disciple, as surrendering to his lordship, we access all of the resources of the kingdom of God. Jesus said this gospel of the kingdom had to be preached in all of the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end could come. I want just real quick, like I don't know how much of this is uncovered. I want you to know what we're doing. Number one, every single week we have the cyber church ministry. Every single day I post what's called daily inspirations. And if you have our app, you're getting those every single day. You're getting some kind of encouragement. We have a second coming blog where I post blogs that talk about what's going on in the world right now and how that fits into Bible prophecy and what's coming. And then of course, we have our life at its best blogs where every day I'm sharing things with you or on a regular basis, sharing things with you that help you live a better quality of life. Then we have iGroups all over the world. Then of course, we have books that are translated into dozens of languages. We have Impact International School of Ministry. that anywhere in the world you can graduate and get a degree through our online school Without ever having to leave home. We have seminars all over North America and we sponsor seminars all over the world. We sponsor missionaries all over the world. Through our Operation One Billion, we are actually starting Bible schools all over the world to bring a billion disciples to Jesus. We have leadership training, teaching programs, Operation Influence, where we're influencing some of the greatest people in America that are talking to the world. And listen, I want you to understand something. All of this is what we're doing to change the way the world sees God. And we want to invite you to become a world changer. A world changer is a person who actually says, yes, I'm gonna help out every single month and I'm gonna give and I'm gonna pray and speak blessings over you and I'm gonna be an internet evangelist with you and I'm gonna help you change the way the world sees God. Go to impactministries.com and click on the world changer icon and join us today.